This is the 57 Catch-Up Podcast, and it's your boy, Dre. It's Tavy. And today's topic is about Angel Reese. You want to start this off? Yeah, let's so, As you guys may know, LSU, you know, they play Iowa in the um, NCAA tournament, women's tournament, and, you know, LSU came out with the victory. They came out victorious, so, you know, as they came out victorious, you know, Angel Reese, as you guys may know, she's kind of like a superstar now. Like, now people know her. She's global. As you can see during the game, she did the you can't see me gesture towards Caitlin Clark, the best player on Iowa. And some people felt the way about that, especially like some white people, you know, because let's keep it real. A lot of like, let's keep it real in sports, bro. Racism is still real, bro. In a way, like if you black and you come out on top, like with certain athletes, bro, like you're going to get criticized. You're going to get called names. I think that's just part of it. But like I said, no, it's not. That's not the right thing to do. If you lose, you lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Angel Reese had the right to do that because she came out on top and she mocked her back. That's what Caitlin Clark did to her. Caitlin Clark, not to her, but I know Angel Reese saw her do the you can't see me in one of the games. So I guess she was yeah. looking at that. She found the opportunity to, hey, I won so I can do it to you. Yeah. I can hold up my ring finger. I can do yeah. all that. Yeah. So I, I get it. I mean, yeah, I mean, the whole thing was I do feel like it was a double standard uh, on, you know, every on, I guess, like, I guess society's end because I yeah. feel like everybody was, you know, criticizing her so much or putting her under a lot of scrutiny because she did that. I'm like, but that's what team right. players do. Like, if you're and right. especially if you're like, you know, playing a competitive sport, of course, you're going to, you know, gloat and you know, um, yeah, it's, it's be a little bit more, you know, yeah. a little bit more kind of cocky or arrogant or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's very normal for, you know, team players to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's not anything personal. It's just what comes with the territory. Yeah. Um, Floyd Mayweather, one of the yeah. greatest boxers of all time, probably the best. Yeah. I know a lot of people may say like Mike Tyson. I, me personally, I don't really know. I'm a, I like boxing, but I can't give you all the details on boxing. Yeah. But just from me looking at boxing, he's never been knocked out. Yeah. He barely gets touched. Yeah. He may have had one fight where he almost kind of got knocked out. But, like, it's like you have to give Floyd Mayweather his credit. I know this is kind of off topic with the Angel Reese thing, but it kind of goes back to what I'm saying. If you're a black athlete and you're, like, the best in the world or you dominate against the other race or something like that, it's going to be a problem most of the time. Let's keep it real. Yeah, and it I goes f- back to racism. Yeah, and I feel like even yeah, to piggyback on the racism thing, I would say even though white people lose, they still win. Mm, you know, right, and right, I right. feel like as far as like you know uh, the system and everything like that, of course, is going to be designed against uh, you know black people in different in many different sectors. No matter if it's uh, you know sports, no matter if it's like the corporate world or whatever, it's right. like they still are going to win no matter what. And the fact that, you know, Jill Biden um, invited both teams, you know, it says a lot about how whiteness is protected. Yeah. You know, it's protected. It's a protected type of group that that's pretty much undefeated in a way. Um, I know people try to say, oh, well, why are you trying to racialize it? Because I do see it uh, also from a racial perspective, because I would say that if the shoe was was on the other foot. I think that they wouldn't have invited uh, Angel Reese. I think that they probably would have invited Iowa instead and then just had LSU just kind of like, 
bite the dust, I guess. Mm, um, so I think that, you know, uh, it, it's very much so um, a systemic thing uh, overall. But then I'm thinking like, OK, so with the invite, you know, because I think she accepted the invitation. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm she like, yeah, so do right. you think? I'm looking at the article yeah. Right so here. do you think she should have accepted the invitation, or do you think that she should have uh, rejected it? Think. Uh, I'm. I'm kind of on the fence. On the fence because, yeah. like I said, I see what Angel Reese is trying to do. Not trying to do, but it's like, um, it's the pride. Like I told you. Yeah. It's the ego. Yeah. You didn't put us on your bracket, so now that I won, now you want to come. Now you want me to come visit you. It's almost yeah. like when I win, you want me around you, but when I lose, you don't want me at all. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's the way of life, though. I'm not like that personally because, like I said, I'm pretty consistent for the most part. <laughs> but like I said, I see where she's coming from, but I think she did the right thing because, like I said, you know, it is a team thing. Yeah. And it would be kind of like a bad look if she didn't go with her yeah. teammates. Uh, I think she was saying that she wanted the Obamas to, uh, yeah, to yeah, do yeah. some type of uh, invitation for right. her, but... That didn't work out, I guess. Right. So I guess she decided to go ahead and accept it, accept the Jill Biden invitation to the White House. Um, so I just feel like, you know, um, all of this type of stuff is is very much so, you know, very racialized. I mean, they I mean, they even had a meme out there that said that, OK, with what, what's the uh, white girl's name? Caitlin Clark. Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Like, OK, so with her, they basically said that, you know, what she did when she did it, it was like it was called. Um, what was it? What? Like as far as like the 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 yeah. bias type of thing they have, like they were saying that right. when Angel Reese did it. Oh, it was a racist. Not it was a racist it was thing, considered to be class classless, classless and clownish and ghetto and, and all that. Yeah. But yeah. when the Caitlin Clark one did it, I guess it was considered to be like, you know, uh, just, you know, regular gloating, I guess, or right. just something that's just, oh, she's just doing what team members do so of course that it is obviously a bias there um and i feel like you know come on now you yeah, know I mean, it's me, clearly biased that they did that you know yeah like i said you know i'm siding with angel reese i don't have no yeah. problem with her doing that i support her uh every inch of the way you know i don't have no problem with that because like we've all said it's, it's sports bro even though you might not like that person, you got to be like, damn, they did get the best of us. And then also, too, I'm looking at it from a gender's perspective as well, because male NBA players, they do it all the time. Oh, like yeah. LeBron James, all the yeah. other well-known oh, NBA yeah, yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, they glow all the time. It's, it's you know, it's no big deal. But yeah. I feel like when women do it, of course, they're going to, you know, come down harder on them because they're yeah. women. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But then also, too it's a little bit more complex because it's like very complex because it's like the white woman can get away with it. Right. But then the black woman can't. So it's right. like, that's another thing, you like, know, like what I don't know if you know, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah. The NBA player, like when he scores on somebody, he does the rock about baby and stuff. Yeah. Like, hey, like I said, bro, I mean, it is what it is. If he's up and he's dominating and he wins the game, he wins. Yeah. It is what it is. You might not like him for it. Yeah. Just like with um, what's my man name? Richard Sherman. I don't know if you remember Richard Sherman. He played Sounds for the familiar. Seattle Seahawks and he played for yeah. a couple other teams. But I remember him vaguely on the Seahawks being, you know, he's the cornerback. Yeah. He he was one of them loudmouth dudes. Bro. Yeah. He was one of my favorite players, bro. And I'm gonna tell you the truth, bro. 
I'm more into basketball than I am football, but I like football too. Yeah. I'll look at it, but Richard Sherman is another example of a loud mouth. And I remember when they lost, I think they lost to the um the was it the Patriots, I believe? In the Super Bowl, they lost. Was that the recent most recent? No, no, it uh, was like that back was a while in, back. What, 2015? Oh wow. 2015. Cause I remember they beat the Broncos the year before and they went back to the Super Bowl and they lost that by a little bit. Yep. I think it was to the Patriots, I believe. That's when Tom Brady started winning a little bit more. And I remember when they lost, they started taunting him. Yep. You see what I mean? It's one of those double-edged swords. Swords, excuse me. It's like you have to be willing to deal with everything that you put out there because everything that you put out there, it will hit you in the back. Yeah. So you have to be careful with stuff like that. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean... Man, I mean, the thing is, you know, I think that we as black people should probably stand behind her more mm-hmm. um, right. in terms of like that implicit bias that, you know, was given to her at that game. I'm like, look, they won fair and square, you know, LSU won fair and square and it's time to just deal with it. You know, just go yeah. ahead and deal with it and just move on, man. Like, it's it's no big deal. Exactly. You know, that's how I feel about it as well. It's like you just have to move on from something like that. And like I said, I wasn't mad at it. Me neither. I wasn't. I wasn't mad at it at all. Because for one, I didn't really pick a team in the W. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I NCAA. didn't watch the game. I, I, I didn't look at it either. Yeah. I didn't look at it either, but it was just like, I didn't have a dog in the fight. Yeah. You see what I mean? I was just kind of like, hey, LSU won. Hey. Yeah. The black woman. Yeah. She was the best player on the team probably that night. So So what do you think about women in general playing basketball? Like I love you, it. I think it's dope. Because I, I mean cuz I, I actually saw it. I actually heard about like, you know, they don't get paid as much as nah, they uh, don't. you know, male basketball players. It's a huge gap. Yeah, it's a huge uh gender pay gap in yeah. the sports industry. And uh I also to, you know, I mean and also too I feel like there is, you know, um a lot of discrimination because I, in other words, basketball and football are very male dominated. Of course. You know, so with females trying to be a part of basketball and football and, um, what's another like male dominated sport? Um, Um, plenty of them. Uh, I think you name pretty much basketball, football. Cause like I said, football, you don't see women really play. I mean, you probably have, they probably have a league or something, but we don't know about it. We don't know about it. You see what I mean? So, like I said, football is probably the major one because that's like a deadly sport in a way, kind of, sort of. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a deadly well, sport. what about but soccer? Like, is soccer male-dominated too? I think soccer that's is like also... That's like a balance to me. Yeah, I guess. I feel you like know. it's like a balance because you do have a lot of female... Or not female, excuse me. A lot of women soccer players. Yeah. You know? But, like I said, I think football is a good example of that. Being male-dominated, you know? But Yeah. Like I said, that's you brought up something with the, the pay gap. Yeah. That's something that's real. Like, the NBA players are getting paid generational yeah. wealth type money. Like, yeah. To where you could pass it down and you still be good. For years yeah. to come with LeBron, I'm not getting into these players' pockets. But like I said, yeah, if you sign an NBA contract and you're, like, one of the best players, you good for life, bro. But so, then again, you can fuck it up, too. Yeah. If you don't manage your stuff correctly. Like I said, hey. I don't know because I don't make that much money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I wish I could. But hey, I'm bro. saying, like, do you hey. think, um, you know, I guess that needs to be addressed a little bit more? Because I, I know it's probably more than just the gender pay gap between, but it's like also, too, 
it's it's the whole thing of like it being male dominated and people having these certain expectations because i know when people think of like women they think of women being in a more like you know painting nails and uh yes, you know more feminine activity i guess more quote-unquote feminine activities right. but yeah i mean there are some women right. out there that grew up as tomboys you know yeah, where they yeah, yeah. they like to you know play bas they in the past they like to play basketball and right. football and do you know do things with the boys right. but it didn't mean that they were like a lesbian it just meant that they were they kind of like gravitated more towards masculine you know stuff. masculine stuff but they still were straight right you know there's a difference between a lesbian and a tomboy oh no nah, you is. know cuz yeah. a tomboy you know like you know like of course they'll play games with the boys or do things with the boys but that doesn't mean that they're gay it just means that they you know, um, prefer that, you know, they're more yeah. operated into that or just kind of like occupying that space. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, of, of course, if, if it was a girl that grew up with a lot of boys, like if you grew up with a lot of boys and, and you're the only girl in the family, of course, you know, you're going to gravitate towards that type right, of stuff. Right. Because yeah. the thing is, um, pretty much like you said, when you're around a lot of people, you kind of have to conform in a way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, hap form, it happens like, like naturally. Yeah, it happens you know, naturally. Whatever you might be interested in it. Yeah, because whatever your environment, um, you know, is uh, whatever your environment is in front of you, right. you're more likely to succumb to that. You know, exactly. Um, yeah. No, that's it. That's it. But like I said, I thought that was good that you brought that up as far as pay rate. Yeah. And how women should probably get paid a little bit more than they're getting paid. Yeah, I don't know the exact metrics yeah, I on it. I don't know either. Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I probably should try to look that up uh, later on sometime, but right. I would say I know that the pay gap, uh, the gender pay gap in the uh, within sports, you know, like I said, between uh, male and female athletes, of course it's wide. I mean, of course we know it's pretty wide um, between the two groups uh, because, like I said, a lot of sports – are male dominated you know like i said besides just basketball and football even baseball yeah baseball is very male dominated they, I think, get, they get paid pretty well yeah they do but like you said the WNBA, they probably only make they probably make under a hundred thousand a year what you want to look it up now or? i kind of did yeah yeah let's go ahead like and look, said, look yeah let's look it up now yeah. like i said you know um you really have to look at stuff like that because see look the league minimum salary now is 74000 Let me see it. Okay, so they said the league minimum salary is now 74000 The salary cap, which is regarded as a hard cap, stands at, let me see. That's amongst like 12 players. The salary cap is like how the money is distributed. Are they talking the about 1420 I think they put that in their wrong. It's probably a million. Yeah, because yeah, it wasn't an extra comma. So uh, They said this amount of... Let me see. This amount of money is distributed among 12, I mean, ele 11 or 12 players yeah. on each of uh, the 12 rosters. Right. Uh, and then they said um, in 2022, the top WNBA base salary was $228,094 in 2021. The top WNBA base salary was $190,550. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You know, there is a huge uh, gender pay gap in that way. And I know that the male NBA players probably get paid like at least 10 times more than that. You know, exactly. 10 times plus more than that. Oh, yeah. 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 So as you can see right there, it seemed like a lot of women or pretty much all the women compared to NBA. 
Yeah. They're underpaid, I guess you could say. Very much so. I mean, I know you can live off of six figures, but I'm saying if you're a WNBA player, you right. know, like I said, that's pro. You know, right. when I when I think of pro players, I think of like people who are going to get paid the big bucks. Right. You know, like over six figures, like in the oh, seven yeah. or eight figures. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. you know, kind of like at that status. But if you're I guess like if you're in college, I don't really expect you to get paid that much because you're not pro yet. But if you're in the pro league, yeah, of course, you know. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so anything else on your mind towards this, regarding this topic? Uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this uh, podcast episode. Yeah. 57, catch up. Y'all have All a right, good day. All right, we out of here.